0: Welcome to a new edition of The Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with author, instructor, consultant, and VP strategy expert, Matthew Rolnick. He is the VP of Strategy and Innovation at Yaymaker, an Amazon best-selling author of the book, Find Your Yay, speaker, LinkedIn consultant. He specializes in corporate culture, professional branding, LinkedIn, social selling, employee engagement, and team building. He's got a great story, enjoy this interview. Hey, nice to meet you, man.
1: How's everything going? Uh, things are going well. Great to meet you. So I appreciate this. Yes, sir. Where are you located? Um, well, our company's located in the Boston area. I'm in the, Ch- in the Chicago area. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: I love Chicago.
1: It's, it's one of my favorite city. towns. Yeah. yeah. Where are you?
0: I'm in Kansas City.
1: Oh, I think I knew that. I saw that. You're nice. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I love Chicago, especially summertime. So
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's always better when it's warm, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, hey, man, thank you for taking a minute out. And I want to begin our conversation with what we've lived through for the last three and a half years, okay, going great. through this global pandemic. How did you get through it
1: and how did it change you? Um, So it changed me in a lot of ways. I mean, personally, I was able to spend more time with my child who's 15 and my wife. Professionally, it uh, it really threw me for a loop at first because uh, I was furloughed at Groupon. You know, they furloughed like eighty percent of sales managers and sales, and so I was running a team with HB with Health, Beauty, and Wellness. But I started posting a lot more content. I connected with uh, an old college friend, an entrepreneur that I worked with, and it really blossomed opportunities for me to really grow my brand, help others, and then find a new opportunity and grow a company that literally did 30 to 60 million over the years in revenues annually to zero. And then we had to pivot and do virtual events. So um, it really challenged me in a lot of ways, but I was able to grow in a lot of ways too. So,
0: yeah. So let's, there's so many things that do go into who you are. You're an author, instructor, consultant, you're a strategist, but I want to get, boil this down a little bit. I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of third grade students. It's career day. One of the kids says,
1: what do you do for a living? How do you answer them? Wow, I, that's a great question. Um and it changes. So I would say what I do for a living, I'd say I got a, two parts. I'd say I work for a company called Yaymaker. We do corporate team building events and I bring yay, I bring fun to companies. Yeah. So that's one thing, we do events. So that's one thing we do. We're both best known for our paint nights where we do paint nights for um for companies and teams and groups. Um and then I also do on the side I do some consulting where I help people build their professional brand. So I encourage them to utilize LinkedIn a lot and how to get their voice out more. So those would, I would say would be the simplest way where I break down. Those are the two things I do most. So what did you
0: want to be when you were in the third grade? What was your dream to grow up and become?
1: Um, Let's think I love sports and I didn't know if I could necessarily do sports, but uh, you know, the idea of being a sports agent was uh, kind of appealing to me. Um, I really, yeah. So I, I'd say when I was in third grade, I thought about that a little bit. And I feel like I'm doing a little bit of that because we work with celebrity speakers as events. And, uh, so I've worked with a couple athletes. Okay.
0: So mm-hmm. let me ask you this. If you could go back in time and see any sporting event with your own eyes, see that one moment, that one game, where are you going?
1: Wow. Um, you know, Pele, um, I remember hit, hit. hit I remember did a bicycle kick and like a world cup and things like that. And I think at the time, I I think that may have been a moment to, to see uh, from a sporting event. Um, So that would be the first one that would come to mind.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious, take me back to where you were born and raised and how these seeds became who you are to write and to motivate people
1: and to become who you are. Yeah. So I grew up in, and Minnesota, Minneapolis. Oh, yeah, you betcha. I mean, a small, I mean, suburb. But, uh, you know, I, I grew up in a household um, that, that that was a, a functional, healthy household. I mean, my parents, you know, I wouldn't say necessarily beaver Cleaver, but, you know, really had a good interaction. They really supported each other, elevated each other. Um, I, I think they were the very good role model for my brother and I. My mother always wanted to instill a lot of self-confidence in me. Um, I was, uh, I was always short, so vertically challenged. Um, So I wanted she wanted to make sure my self-esteem was not too affected being a little guy. Um, So just always instill confidence and always encouraged me to speak up. Um, And uh, so I was never shy. And so I think those were seeds that kind of encouraged me, I, I say, to be an entrepreneur and an entrepreneur inside companies. I've learned to speak up and Um, And then I I like taking on entrepreneurial ventures and, you know, whether I'm right or wrong, I'll share one funny story. People like, uh, you know, stories. I remember, I think it was like first grade. uh, The teacher asked um, how many days in the month there were in March. And and I remember raising my hand and saying there's 29 days in March. And because my birthday was March is March 29th. And my mom always told me my birthday was the end of March. And she said, "No, there's 31." And I and I remember debating and arguing, and obviously I was incorrect, but I wasn't shy to to make a case in front of my whole class and teacher how I knew yeah. that anyway. But but anyway, that's a little bit off on a tangent. But I feel like it started, you know, with my parents instilling confidence in me, and then it was in college where I started to see opportunities. I started a, a small marketing company in as a student that started generating some reasonable revenues. And it built my confidence to be like, hey, I think I could lean into this and not even take a job after I graduate, but kind of grow that. So, um, But I'd say the, I think the way I was brought up kind of encouraged me to take be a little bolder. So who's been a hero for you in your life? Woo, a uh, hero. Um, lots of heroes. I'd say I've had mentors and heroes. Um, a couple that first stand out, there's a gentleman named Bill Levy, who was a mentor of mine. I used to be a resident assistant at a college dorm, and he really encouraged and challenged me how to be more entrepreneurial and took chances with me. So I've always been grateful for that. Um, there's a woman named Sylvia Martinchevich who was um, um, she oversaw the whole health and beauty um, uh, at Groupon and was a mentor, and now she's a, a CEO of a company I believe deputy who's um, who's just probably one of the strongest leaders. Uh, my parents, I would say, are heroes of mine. you know, um, so those are you know, I appreciate my CEO and friend. His name's Dan Herman, but he took a, a chance with me. Um, so anyway i've got I've got several um, I would say as well. Um, someone I used to manage and mentor, later managed and mentor me. His name's Chad Bronstein one of the most impressive entrepreneurs I've ever met. And he's uh, he's connected to me, some incredible people. And I watched his way of thinking so big and overcoming obstacles. Um, he's been instrumental too in making me think bigger. So anyway, those would be yeah. some that first come up. So if you
0: can meet anybody alive on the planet right now and spend some time with them, who would it be?
1: If I could meet anyone alive right now on the planet, um, boy, I I, I mean, I, I hate to be political, um, but you know, I would be, I, I, you know, I'll just say our current president, former president. I've got lots of opinions. I try not to share too much, but I would be very, I would be very interested in that. Um, and um, and then from a business standpoint, um. I'd love to meet the, you know, uh, uh, an Elon Musk or a Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. I've got a lot of thoughts on that as well. Um, so those would be people that I'd love to meet for lots of different reasons. Um, yes. Yeah. So obviously
0: these people have a lot of drive and determination. What is that for you every day that gets you out of bed,
1: that gets you to accomplish what you want to get done, to be who you are? Yeah. So for me, um, I believe all human beings have, selfish and unselfish type of characteristics, why we do things with things. I really enjoy helping others. I mean, that's something that it might sound cliche, but um, I, you know, just like what I've been doing on LinkedIn and finding how to grow my brand and find new clients and partnerships, I'm finding a lot of people are a little shy on that. And so I know that I, Because I'm a little more open or bold in those things, I encourage others, whoever they are, whatever their authentic self is, have a voice and be out there. So I have a friend who, he has dyslexia. He was shy about that. And I was encouraging him. He's now posting more about it. So I think it still, it motivates me still to to help others. And, you know, it makes me feel better when I feel like I'm bringing value. So um, I love what I'm doing with the company I'm working for, but I also love helping people to take a step back and figure out what's important to them, what are their gifts, and how do I help them shine a light on it and self-promote more in a nuanced way.
0: So what's been one of your best client success stories that you've been involved with?
1: Boy, I'd say there's there's been a few. As I said, I love working with CEOs and there's a a gentleman who I've uh that I've been work that I've been working with who yeah, oversees a uh, four or five hundred employees and just getting him to just be a little more comfortable um, uh, with his voice and getting out there more. Um, so that's something, uh, you know, my wife's cousin, her name's Lisa Garcia. She visited us two years ago and she was working full time, but she shared that she always, she's very good at organizing. She helped us around her house and that was something kind of a dream of her. So I started helping her. She was helping me as well, but coaching her on some business ideas and how she could grow that. Well, I mean, I'll keep some things confidential, but she shared with me last month, she built five figures just for her organizational business. She's now able to leave her job. Um, She's now really grown her business and and embracing her her voice and seeing more of a thought leader. Um, I've helped her get on three upcoming podcasts, but now she's like empowering other people to to look at doing side hustles, growing a business. And I would say, I, I to me, it makes me feel great watching her follow her dream and her gifts and helping others and her clients rave about her as well as, um, you know, are, are giving her referrals too. So, I mean, that that was something that's been really recent that was just really exciting to hear. So, at the
0: end of the day... You know, we all gain wisdom over our lives. There's things Mm -hmm. that we accumulate, overcome. If you were to have a dream tonight, you ran into a 20-year-old version of yourself. You could give that young version of you a piece of advice based on the wisdom you've gained in your life. What would you tell that young version of you?
1: So the young version of me is I'm someone who's super excited. I get really animated. I just love to attack and share. I would give myself the advice, hey, slow down. Let's not think about things just from your perspective. Let's think about things from other people's perspective and and maybe simplify things a little bit. I'm a person who's got a little ADHD and I go to A to Z pretty quickly. One advice I would basically say is think about what's most important and really focus on those bullet points and and really talk to whoever you're talking to, whoever you're presenting to from their perspective and make sure everything you're sharing is aligned with them. because. I have done many presentations and ideas and I feel like people in the past have been like, "Oh, Matt's got fun, great ideas, they might be a little innovative, but they might be a little too out of the box and they're not what we need to do at the present." So I would just take a deep breath and and, and that's still advice I give myself now, but even in my 20s I was even I just lived on energy and passion.
0: Yeah. So of all of the things that you've done in your life up to this point, what are you the proudest of?
1: Wow. Uh, You know what? Um, This, I'm going to get a little sentimental. Um, My daughter for my birthday wrote me uh, a letter that just how, and my daughter's 15 years old. And so I felt like at the, after the age of 11, you know, she wasn't holding my hand anymore, but she wrote me just the most thoughtful letter on how much she appreciates me being basically present and a fun dad. And just that I'm there. And so I would say, in life, that's probably what I'm most proud of. Is still as a husband, as a father. Um, but um, professionally, over these last couple of years, I would say combination of helping Yaymaker get through the pandemic and adding all these new virtual partners and events work, and, and and even the combination of my book and helping others. And um, I, I'm I'm very proud of the combination of all that. Um, you know, I think at 50 years old to be furloughed and when the pandemic hit, it's really easy to be, throw up your hands and be like, what should I do next? And I really decided, you know what? The whole cliche making, you know, lemonade out of lemons. I mean, that's what I decided to do. I just started posting more content on LinkedIn. I started reaching out, trying to help others. This new opportunity presented itself to me with Yaymaker. And we've been able to do some really remarkable things. Um, so I'm overall proud of that whole experience. What's the best advice you've ever gotten? Ooh, the best advice I've ever gotten um it, it, it was probably from my dad basically sharing with me, kind of not talking out of my butt he he gave me I once made a prediction and I spoke about it so confidently um that this is gonna happen and uh he basically challenged me and, and made me a, a in a way a bet that I was that uh, made me rethink. And basically, his general advice to me was, Matt, just because you're excited about something and you say it doesn't mean it's naturally going to happen, even if you're connecting some dots, you know, be thoughtful. You got to make sure to not over promise um, and not it, 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 and, you know, be very a little more calculated in how you're presenting or sharing or making predictions. So there's like you see that common theme with me. In my mind, if I'm excited about something, I'm going to make it happen. But I have to, when I'm working and collaborating with others, I got to make sure I'm managing expectations well, I'm not over promising, and, and I'm presenting things in a in an even keel. So that was helpful advice for me. I'd say a second one, there was a gentleman named Joey Nalevka. He's the VP of Sales of house. And again, professionally, and this goes same thing. He wanted to always give me advice on any initiatives I'm doing to make sure they, they're aligned with the business or the department. And that helped me accomplish a lot more. So that was always good, really good professional advice. I've always, and even before I presented ideas, I um, encouraged me to find strategic partners internally that are going to support. And I thought if I can build an alliance and get feedback from others before I present ideas, it can just help make those ideas that much more successful getting through, especially when you have advocates.
0: So everyone out there has a perception of you, your family, your friends, clients, colleagues, but you run the show. What's your
1: perception of you? Who do you think you are? Well, I would say I consider myself a, an optimistic, idealistic, entrepreneurial spirit who just who who wants to really be a peacemaker. I mean, that's that's who I am and that's who I think I that's who I see myself. Um, I think I have the ability to ruffle some feathers because I like to challenge the status quo. But um, but that's, I guess that's how I see myself.
0: So let's say we get off the phone, a time machine pulls up. You could go back in history and see any event in human history. Where are you going to go? What would you love to have seen with your own eyes?
1: God, I mean, and again, you say love to have seen, um, you know, if, you know, you talk about anyone alive, I mean, I, I, I'd, uh, I'd love to have seen Abraham Lincoln. You know, it, it, you know, you know, you know, before the whole civil war and just, you know, I just, um, uh, 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 I, I have a, my family's biracial. It's a very um, passionate subject. Um, I wish there were more ways to our country to feel a little more united or things like that. So I don't know. I don't know. As I said, I, in my heart, I'm a peacemaker. And if there were some ways to, minimize the deaths and get more people to understand that all people are equal. Um, and somehow i could have collaborated with Abraham Lincoln. That would have been, uh, that would have been something I would, uh, a moment in history I would have loved to have been part of. But, um, again, that's an idealistic part of me. <laughs> well,
0: well, no, that's a great thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So Matt, if anyone wants to get your book, learn more about you, reach
1: out to you, anything about your world, where can they go? Sure. So if they want to get my book, I got a book called find your yay. It's, uh, it's a short book, and it basically encourages people to find their voice. And um, you can just find it on Amazon. You can just search "Find Your Yay" or my name, Matthew Rolnick. Um, and if anybody wants to reach out to me, I guess there's a couple ways they can email me m r o l at i c k at yaymaker, or they can just I mean LinkedIn is an easy way to find me, Matthew Rolnick on LinkedIn. So I love it, Matthew. Thank you so much for your story, man. Thanks for your passion and energy. I appreciate it.